This is Amber. And I'm Emily. Welcome to our podcast, The Bella Femme Podcast. The Bella Femme Podcast. Spell it. You don't want to look like you're acting a fool. Like, wait a second. <laughs> Put your shit together. Comparison truly is the thief of joy. How do we do that? We're going to make the path a little less bumpy for you. I'm processing. So I don't know what changed. Um, in my journey for friendship, let's put away the shame. Like everything good, you just have to jump in. Okay, buckle up, ladies. Hi, Amber. Hi, Miss Emily. How are you? I'm good. I'm ready for you to tell me all about green cleaning stuff because I want to learn what's in your noggin. I think you're already pretty green and that you have things in your noggin that we should shake out at some point, too. Okay. Well, we'll try it. You first. But, yeah. Okay, so what's what's prompting this conversation is, um, I think... The fact that the other day I mentioned to you all of the, the green cleaning products that I make myself mm-hmm. um, that I started to do during COVID when everything was shut down and my store was closed for seven weeks. And I did a trash audit. And you were, you were like, a what? I frankly was grossed out. And yeah, it's kind of gross. It's kind of gross. But I mean, when when I was spending an extended amount of time by myself alone what in do you my do house, but, but trash panda yourself through exactly your like I was like I really got a chance to sit in my house with my life and myself and my boyfriend who did continue to work, so he was coming and going. But there were like you know 10, 12 hour stretches of of each day that I was alone. And so I was taking care of house projects and I was assuming a lot of the daily responsibilities, like take the trash out. And with that one, I realized we are two people in a house. Why on earth are we filling one of these giant economy roll it to the curb trash cans weekly? Like, what is in here? We're two freaking people. How are we filling like seven, eight bags of trash? And so like, I was like, what, what exactly am I throwing away? And I started to, to just, you know, go down the interweb rabbit hole of, you know, like, what's what's trash like I was like is there something else I could be doing with this is there a way I can be cutting down on this and one of the things I read to do was called a trash audit and it was disgusting I mean not only disgusting like to do physically but disgusting as far as what it highlighted about me and my lifestyle what was the number one you categorized it right like that was the point yeah so what I did is the evening before we take our trash to the curb So it was, you know, a Wednesday night. I went through our trash bin and I pulled out every bag and I opened every bag and I made piles in my backyard of this is paper waste, this is food waste, this is plastic waste, this is miscellaneous like textiles or whatever. And um, it gave me a comprehensive picture of what two people were mindlessly consuming in a week's time. And 
I'm going to say conservatively, 75 to 80% of it was packaging. It was plastic. It was, you know, your toothpaste tube, the, um, you know, your body wash squeezy bottle, your, um, you know, to-go containers. And it was, it was just, it was so much plastic. And I, I mean, I even went through in like a box of cereal. I, I took it apart and put the cardboard in the paper waste. And then there's a plastic bag inside of the cardboard. And it was this huge, awful pile of plastic waste. And I was like, what the hell? I am literally throwing away these non-renewable resources that I used for 10 minutes that extracted so much resource from the planet and from the earth and that so much time and energy and effort and and energy went into electricity, went into creating for me to carry something 10 blocks. From the grocery store. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 10 blocks from the grocery store to my house. And then I throw it away. Mm-hmm. And well, what can I do with it? Well, a lot of things I couldn't figure out what to do with. And then I was just like, well, how can I eliminate it? Yeah. If I can't figure out what to do with it, to give it a second life, how can I just not bring it into my life at all? Right. Where do you start? And so I was like, well, okay, body wash. I can use bar soap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We talked about that. Yeah. So I switched to bar soap. And then I was like, it kind of made me feel clean but like I had a coating on my skin oh, no. <laughs> something like that like I don't know like I almost wasn't rinsing it well enough because okay. I, I don't know it just like my skin felt differently so then I started to you know it just kind of like evolved I started to look into you know what soap is is what kind of bar soap is good and it was goat's milk soap okay well okay well, here's a recipe for goat's milk soap okay so I tried it and my skin is great yeah <laughs> and you know, so it really just kind of evolved from there. So my my green cleaning came about as is like the result of an eye opening experience of digging through my own garbage. Harrowing, I'm sure. It was so gross. It was so gross. So what have you switched out so far in all the products that you would have normally had to clean your house, and how many of those do you make now? I make. I, I think, I think the only thing I don't make, and that's only because I haven't figured it out, I don't make the solution that I mop my floor with. Okay. Um, but I, I make my own spray cleaner with, um, vinegar, water, and I'm constantly shoving like, you know, fruit peels I do that in too. It because I don't like the smell of vinegar. Vinegar's gross. I mean, it's not a good smell. But if you soak like an orange rind yes, or like exactly. the stem from a rosemary where you've already like used yep. the leaves for cooking. Exactly. Like I just, I have like a little container going under my sink of vinegar and water that I'm just constantly shoving things in. I compost a lot now. Um, I still do make my own um, goat's milk soap. Um, I have started to also make shea butter soap since I'm now selling a lot of these products. Um, I make shea butter soap for vegans. Mm-hmm. Um, I make my own deodorant I make my own shampoo and but yeah I mean I've even like I've even started to make my own like toothpaste powder that I use with a 
bamboo toothbrush, I think I'd make my dentist crazy because I'm like, don't use that little stupid cup of the profi paste <sighs> that's all gritty. Like You do not bring your toothbrush, do you, your toothpaste. To the- I do not. I just ask them to use straight pumice oh. because it's not an individual serving size. I did not know that yeah, was a thing. Yeah. Well, you worked in a dentist office. I used to work so for a know. dentist. So yeah, they have these like large cups of just like the profi powder, uh-huh. which is just like that gritty sandy yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's in that flavorful that's toothpaste. in the flavorful toothpaste. And whereas, you know, normal circumstances, they have this little teeny tiny cup that they right. like scoop it out like that's in plastic. Mind blown. And then so they can just get their big old tub of profi powder, put it on the tray and make a profi paste right there in front of you. It's like hibachi for the dentist. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, hibachi. Mmm, sweet and yummy. I want I just that. Had, I just had I don't hibachi. Know. It's I, on the brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're hungry. Maybe I should go brush my teeth. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Like, I mean, I, you know, I... There's just no, there's no need for all of the plastic because there are alternatives and you just have to know where to look and be open to using some, you know, maybe altering the way you use something. You, you do have to do that. I make my own laundry detergent too. I think the biggest waste-free action and maybe even the first uh, home cleaning waste-free action that I tried to start doing because, you know, nobody's perfect. And sometimes you have failings and um, other stuff that just happens in life. But paper towels, we stopped buying paper towels. And I know it's paper and it's not plastic, but it's still a consumption that if you could cut out, you could save some money Mm -hmm. um, and save the plastic wrapping that they come in and save the trees and Uh all of the things. And so... My husband wears out T-shirts mm-hmm. from yep. the gardening season. And then even even his boxer briefs when, you know, they just get worn and there's holes in them. And it's just like it's that that T-shirt material that you can just cut up into little squares and toss them yep. in with your towels. And it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, I do it too. Yeah. I mean, we just have like a little a little bin in the laundry room where we chuck our our t-shirt rags Mm -hmm, and then we just kind of throw it in you know one or two at a time with the rest of the laundry and um you know I switched to the wool dryer balls so fun because some of them are really cute and the little pandas (laughs) I've seen those little piggies and the little bumblebees they're so cute the little dryer balls instead of using laundry the fabric softener sheets um yeah like I mean even even the making your own laundry soap is is super easy and I saw this once on a commercial and I thought this was was both genius and horrifying at the same time but it was like it was like, what's the most expensive water in the store? And you expected them to say like, you know, Aquafina or Dasani or something like that. And they're like, nope, it's the water that's in your laundry soap. Okay. It's those laundry sheet commercials, right? I, yeah, I think it is the laundry sheet because commercials. Because I bought some of them. That's coming up or on actually, these Studios, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. Here in, in, in the studio space where we're recording this, B Studios, we're going to be teaching how to make your own body butter and laundry sheets, 
But it, it, the commercial, I think, came out when the pods first came out. Oh. Because it, it was years ago okay. that, that I heard that. And the laundry sheets are relatively new, I think. I think so. But they use that same technique. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it's like, yeah, it is. It's like this big, huge, thick plastic jug that yeah. your that your laundry soap comes in. And if you look at the ingredient, the ingredients list, the first thing on there is water. Fresh water. Everything that lives on land, animal or plant depends upon it. Well, you're already adding water when you turn your machine on. So why do you need to buy water to put in water? Yeah. So like I I use like powdered laundry detergent and I went back to like the old timey stuff that I remember, Zote. you know, yeah, that I remember my mother and my grandmother using Zote, naphtha, borax, washing soda. And I just kind of combine it all. I have a question for you. Yeah. Say borax for me again. Borax. I cannot say it without going borax back in old country. We use the borax to wash our clothes. Like, I just, I'm going to hide under this blanket now because I can't, my brain won't function. Thank you for allowing me to stop you for that. Um... You even had the hand gestures with it. Yes. Like you were an old Italian grandma. All right, you may continue. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I just started to, and and another really good thing about that stuff, the, you know, the the borax, the washing soda, the naphtha, the zote, well, I don't think zote is, but they're all presented in cardboard packaging. Or a paper wrap, right? Or a paper wrap. And, and, and so, you know, whereas I, 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 I hesitate to use the word sustainable because, you know, deforestation is also a very real thing. And yes, I mean, trees can be replanted, but they take forever and ever. Um, you know, it, it just, it, to me, I prefer cardboard as opposed to plastics, which is derived from petroleum, which is a known carcinogen. So we're using plastics in everything that are treated with chemicals and then we're like literally storing something in it and then putting that on our body and on our clothes and in our home and acting like it's clean well it's you're thinking about two things when you purchase a product you're thinking about the origin of the product you know what materials went into making the plastic or making the paper or what was lost in the process of creating it. But then you're also thinking of the end of life, right? Like how is this moving on from my house or not, or ending up in a landfill? And you're right. Like deforestation is a a horrible thing that is occurring in, you know, not any one individual can do anything about it, but when you're making your decisions, um, about the the products you bring in your in your house, I think you know choosing between a plastic wrapped thing and a paper wrapped thing. For me, this is just my decision making process. Like I feel more confident in the end of life known factors of like cardboard, mm-hmm. right? Like I know I can put it folded in my recycling bin, and that can pretty easily. I hope I trust in the system that it can be recycled confidently, and I'm not so confident about all the variety of plastics. Yeah. You know, I, I I still do go through the motions of you know either recycling or composting my cardboards, and I mean 
but I do question, like, okay, so you have a cardboard box that your borax soap came in, yeah. and it's printed on. What was it printed on? Is that a chemical? Yeah. Like, what was the ink from? Yeah. Like, I mean, and even, you know, when I compost it, I'm like, okay, so the paper fibers are breaking down, but what's happening to that ink? Right. The ink is is a chemical, I think. I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but am I just making a big compost bin laden with chemical pollution in this little mini environment that I've created in my compost bin? And how good am I doing? And then you look at the plastic things and you see the little recycling symbol on the bottom with all these numbers. And yes, you can look up the numbers, but nobody knows off the top and of their head what those numbers are. Community. Yeah. And it's like, why, why did, where did it somehow become the cool thing to do for manufacturers to put this little symbol on the bottom of our of our plastic jug and say, you recycle it, consumer. Why did they rep- why did they place the responsibility on the consumer? The only thing they changed was they said, well, you can recycle it. Yeah. Why didn't they change their manufacturing processes? It's too expensive. Why? It is too expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it's greedy. It's, it's lack of care about the environment. And I don't like I will do it and I'm happy to do it, but I don't like that the responsibility of, of, of cleaning up and taking care of our planet is a consumer responsibility. It should be a manufacturer responsibility. And that's my soapbox. Okay. Do you need a hand while you get off or are you just going to stay there? It makes me angry. I know. I get so mad about it because I'm like, you buttheads, if you would figure out, if you would use all of your billions of dollars worth of proceeds and profits that you line your pockets with to figure out an alternative that doesn't create this problem for the consumer to figure out what to do with children and their children's children. children, if there even are humans around, <laughs> I think the humans will be around for a very, very, very long time. But yeah, I, it, 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 the whole situation makes me super yeah. angry. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to wrap your head around and it's so easy to feel hopeless and like it's out of your hands. But it's simultaneously, it's out of your hands and we're all going to die and also, it's all your fault. You should really be doing better, mm-hmm. even better. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a tightrope that we're on. And, you know, what can we do but make vinegar spray? <laughs> right. I heard the saying once. Okay, so we all know that I love I love pop, pop culture and social media and all the things. So is this YouTube count as social media? Yeah. Okay, so YouTube, there's this woman um, who has a YouTube channel, Shell Bizzle. I may be saying that wrong. I don't know. If I'm if I'm not and she's listening, girl, I love you. You're the best. You're angry and I like it. But she has this saying. <laughs> she has this saying on her show and I love this saying. It says, you cannot do all of the good that the world needs, but the world needs all of the good that you can do. I love that. And it it really does just be like, you know what, even if I'm still buying soap and cardboard, which is helping the deforestation problem that's printed on with chemicals. At least it's not plastic. And I'm still doing good by making a conscious consumer decision to say, I'm not buying that. 
I'm not going to buy that because I do not like how it's packaged, do not like how it's presented. I do not like the mission and in the the corporate greed of the company manufacturing it, and I will not support that. And it is so much easier said than done. And I go without a lot of things, and I spend more money on things that I do go with. Absolutely. Um, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it, and I've realized that is me speaking from a position of privilege, that I can afford to spend a little bit extra. I can spend the extra $2 on on something that I agree with the company and their mission, and I agree with the packaging. I, I do realize that, and it's, it's not something that everybody can afford to do, but I can, and so that's what I will do. Yeah. I think there's <laughs> something to be said about making a – decision for yourself and setting out with an intention, whether you do that intention, perform that intention perfectly or not, the, all of the steps that you're taking, you know, two forward, one back with that intention are going to be stronger steps than if you had not made the intention. So I think that that's really, that's the first step. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I hear you with, you know, we're both sitting here from a huge, position of privilege um, by, you know, saying we could buy the Castile soap or the... Um, Even Castile soap is in plastic fucking bottles. I know. It's true. <laughs> no, they have, they have bars. They have bars. I saw Oh, they do have bars. Yeah, you're right. I they do have it. bars. I synced it at Target. You synced it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I know that from being in a place myself where we were food insecure, I don't know if you knew that, we were food insecure for a number of years when Jesse was born and we were collecting... Um, food stamps, but just for mother and child, because we barely made enough money to get us. I think it was $1,000 over the, um, the bar for the entire year to qualify for food stamps. So over an entire year, $1,000 of income made us ineligible to receive food stamps. So we were we were scraping by for a number of years. And even that is, you know, a position of privilege compared to many other people. But, you know, having this mentality of wanting to do better, but not having very many resources, um, I think things like dropping things off your grocery list are a good help. Like, no, like the paper towels, like yeah. you're going to wear out shirts and you bought those shirts with that money that you might have not had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's use them and, and reuse them again and not buy the paper towels and not necessarily have to buy anything. You know, you're not trying to buy unpaper towels. You're just using what is already in your household waste stream to, mm. you know, solve that problem. Um, and everybody's at a different level. And I don't know. Yeah. That's my soapbox. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, there, you know, yeah, I mean, it, even even buying a bottle of water for a lot of people is, is, is a luxury. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't do it because unless I'm really, 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 really thirsty and I can't stick my head under a faucet somewhere. <laughs> backyard hose. Yeah, backyard hose. <laughs> I'm not buying a bottle of water because I don't. No, no, I'm not consuming a plastic bottle. Yeah, and to all the microplastics. No you say I think, yes, yeah. I think I do say. I think I say no to a lot of things that most people don't even think about. That it's a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I never like I I 
I think, well, I might judge quietly <laughs> in my head. <laughs> but human. I don't, you know, I, I try not to force my opinions on somebody else. This is, you know, yes, I've done research on it, but Jesus, I could still be getting it wrong. I mean, who yeah. knows? Yeah. You know, and what what's right today could come out next week as being wrong. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like when I... I went to Aldi not too long ago. And of course, I forgot my bags Mm -hmm. at home. And so what did I do? Like I wheeled the cart out to my car and I just threw loose groceries all over the backseat of my car. And I did it one other time and I just had a few things. So I pulled up the hem of my shirt (laughs) and I carried things in my shirt. That's so charming. I think, yeah, my bare belly was exposed. (laughs) But I was like, I was like, I know I don't need a plastic bag. No. And, you know, anytime I go to a convenience store for something, do you want a bag? No, I don't want a bag. But thank you for asking. Thanks for asking. (laughs) No, no, I don't want a straw at a restaurant. No, I don't want your to-go container. I probably remembered mine in my bag which is probably still in my car, so let me go out to the car. But, like, you know, I, I just... Oh, I have a hack. Oh, what is your hack? I might have done this with you before, but um, if you forgot your to-go container and you want to take home your leftovers, but you don't want a big, chunky, plastic to-go clamshell, you could try asking for a big sheet of tin foil from the kitchen. Oh, yeah, And yeah, if it's something yeah. it's not, like, soup or whatever... Yeah. <laughs> Can I make Um, a tinfoil boat for my soup? (laughs) Yeah. But oftentimes, like, it's an industrial kitchen, right? Like, they probably have a big thing of tinfoil. And so you just kindly ask, like, hey, could I have a big square of tinfoil to wrap up my sandwich or my fries that I'm going to make? Okay, cheesy fries from leftover fries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because then you can just pop it in the oven. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I do think people kind of think I'm crazy when I am out to eat and I pull out my, you know, reusable, you know, glad snapware, which is glass. Yeah, yeah, but it has plastic top. Have you managed to watch Frozen 2? I know you don't have children that will make you watch the Pixar movies. I didn't see Frozen 1 either. Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) For those that don't know, there's this one line, you know, these two sister princesses get lost and separated. And then the younger one is trying to find the older one and and solve the problems in Frozen 2. And she, she thinks her sister died and she's suffering from the grief of loss and uh, being on this adventure and finding herself alone suddenly. And um, she says in song form um, <laughs> that, you know, there's nothing left to do than the next right thing. Like she doesn't know what is the right answer. She doesn't know where she needs to end up, but she does know that she needs to do the next right thing. Just do the next right thing. Um, and I think that can be applied for like when you say, you know, we don't know what's going to come, you know, out tomorrow and say like, hey, you all been doing this wrong. Um, just, you know, from what is in front of us, just let's try yeah. to do the next right thing and shuffle our yeah. way. Yeah. And certainly like I know that I, I, I know that because I don't have children and because I do have a very flexible work schedule, um, you know, that I can create myself, I can make my own work schedule. I know that not a lot of people have the time 
or or the knowledge or the know-how or the, even the desire to go ahead sure. and make their own goat's milk body bar, you know, like, or lotion. Curse or, you, mom Of blocks. course, I realize that. Um, but yeah, so like not everybody can make the full extent of the decisions that I've made. And it, like I said, who knows, maybe two weeks from now, we'll find out that this was the worst decision for the planet ever. <laughs> but, you know, like if you... You... At a core level, I think everybody knows what they should and shouldn't be doing as far as being more mindful of their consumer habits and their waste habits. And you know what? Just for a meal, next time you go out to eat, skip the straw. Just one. And see how it feels. Try it. You'll like it. I mean... You probably don't have a straw that you drink out of at home. So why do you have to have one at a restaurant? You can still manage to get the water into your mouth hole without a straw. So or when you run out of your spray cleaner, I mean, unless you were literally needing to to fight actual like bacteria, clean up chicken, I don't know, anything that really needs like antibacterial things when you run out of your 409 rinse that bottle out and put some vinegar with like a splash of i put water on top of mine i put water on mine yeah Yeah. um or you can do like an alcohol so that it just like evaporates but yeah like when you run out of that bottle just just try it just try one small little swap we believe in you. We believe in you. You can do it. And that's how, I mean, three years later, I still am living this way. And I want you to do another I trash like it. audit. My trash audit? Okay, three years. Three yeah. years after my trash audit. I can tell you exactly how many. We have, and still for two people for one week, I think it's, I think it's good, but it could be better. Okay. We have about a trash bag and a half. Okay. And so I went from like six to, you know, six to eight trash bags to a trash bag and a half. And even that blows my mind because what am I doing? What's a trash bag? I'm buying plastic for the sole purpose of throwing it away. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, yeah. no. No. But, yeah. but we do it. We somewhere along the line, hefty manufacturer convinced us that we had to put trash in plastic bags that don't decompose but anyway yeah like just one one thing just do one thing what's your hot list like what's your favorite of all time never going back or yeah what's your hot list of let's just say cleaning cleaning probably probably similar to yours uh, I will never go back to paper towels. I just use, I use rags. I use old t-shirts. Um, I did at one point go out and buy the cute on paper towels because they're adorable. And yeah, I use them all the time. <laughs> um, if I do get something that has a plastic component to it, um, I try to figure out how I can reuse it. So like, I mean, you know how people like to get the the plastic shopping bags to carry their groceries to their car. Um, and then they reuse them to like line the bathroom trash can, whatever. Pick up dog poop out of the yard, whatever. Um, I take it a step further and I will reuse the bag in my box of cereal for that. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I do. Like, I reuse every bit of plastic that I possibly can. Am I still throwing it away? Yes. But now I'm throwing it away with dog poop on it. Yeah. It's got a second life. <laughs> it got a in your second hands. life. I don't have to go the out. The bread and, sleeve. Yeah. The bread sleeve. I am. If plastic ends up in my house, I try to reuse it at least one time. For something that people think I'm crazy for. I don't think I'll go back to body wash. I did a couple of months ago find an old bottle of body wash in the back of my bathroom closet. And I was like, well, I'm not going to throw it away without using it. That's doubly wasteful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I put it in the shower. And the first time I took a shower with my my old thing of body wash that I found, I squeezed it out onto my um, organic cotton washcloth that I crocheted myself. Check. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it was bright purple. Oh, funny. And I was like... Oh, what is this? You know, Amber, for all of the, like, OMG, Emily, you're that girl. Like, this is your that girl moment. I, you know what? You freaking crocheted your thing. I did. I crocheted my own washcloth. I am proud to be that girl on this topic. Okay. Because I am pretty passionate about it. And I should be, of all the people out there, I should probably be less passionate than most people because I don't have children. I don't have a next generation that's going to inherit my mess. I should be less passionate than somebody else. But this is... Darn it, this is my torch. I picked it up. You look great in it. I will die on this hill. (laughs) (laughs) I'll 